0: And so what we're gonna do over the next three weeks is we're just gonna look at how evangelism happened in the early church. And maybe in looking at how evangelism happened in the early church, we can have some clues into how we as believers today can evangelize with me. Do you know there was a time when Jesus had zero followers? I think some evangelism has gone on over the last 2,000 years.
1: Pastor Edward Paws of the Movement Church is talking about evangelism. He's in the book of John. Toward the end of the first chapter, if you'd like to follow along, you can uh, turn in your Bible to John chapter 1, and he'll pick up there in just a moment. I'm Mike Trout. This is a broadcast called Rescuing Awe, and it's an outreach ministry of the Movement Church in Oakland. On the web at themovement.us, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's themovement.us. Again, the topic is the Great Commission. How do we share Christ with others?
0: Now, before we answer part of this in this first week, let me tell you why this is so important. You know, there are, there's sins of commission. That means sins you commit. But do you know that there are also sins of omission? So it's not doing the good that you ought to do. And so by not evangelizing, we are disobeying God. Well, if this is something Jesus commands us to do, I want to make sure we're being obedient to that command. So that's that's one reason why this is important. Number two, if we're going to be a church called the movement, it can't be a movement if, if it's just up to this staff to do the evangelizing. How many of you would agree if this church, this gathering of people is gonna be a movement that overwhelms Oakland with love, it's gonna require that you get involved. It's gonna require that you have an ability to share the good news. So the question once again, how do I do it? How do we do this, Ed, now? Gonna get to that in just a second. One more thing I've gotta say, unlike prayer, where Jesus says, this is how you should pray, Jesus never says, unfortunately, this is how you should evangelize. And so what we're gonna do over the next three weeks is we're just gonna look at how evangelism happened in the early church. And maybe in looking at how evangelism happened in the early church, we can have some clues into how we as believers today can evangelize. You with me? Do you know there was a time when Jesus had zero followers? I think some evangelism has gone on over the last 2,000 years. So the next day, John was there again. Okay, stop. (laughs) So. There's two famous Johns in the Bible. You gotta get this. There's the Apostle John, okay, who wrote John, (laughs) creative. Uh, He wrote 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, real creative, and then he wrote Revelation. John the Apostle John wrote what I'm reading to you. He wrote an account of Jesus' life, and he was writing about another John who was known as John the Baptizer, the one who actually baptized Jesus. Jesus, wow, what a privilege. And that's who the apostle John is talking about here. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. Do You know John had disciples before Jesus had disciples? Wow, people were following John before they were following Jesus. And when he saw Jesus passing by, early on in the ministry, he says, look, the Lamb of God. And when the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Now turning around, because it looks like they just started following Jesus. <laughs> turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, what do you want? <laughs> now, gotta be careful here. It's not like, what do you want? <laughs> that would be a, a cruel way to, to paint a picture of Jesus. I believe if you look at this in the Greek, it's, it's what are you seeking? You're following me, what are you seeking? And the disciples go on to say, They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Where are you staying? We want to know more about you. We want to spend time with you. And clue in on how Jesus responds. He says, come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. I love details like this. It was about four in the afternoon. If the Bible is just a fairy tale, why would John take the time to write a detail of like it was about four in the afternoon? Maybe because it was four in the afternoon. (laughs) That's how my brain puts it together. So Jesus says, come and see. Now, next, it continues on. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and had followed Jesus. So Andrew was one of those two guys who left John to follow Jesus, you with me? And the first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ, and he brought him to Jesus. So Andrew just signed on to this thing, finds his brother Peter and brings him to Jesus. John continues on. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee, finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. So now a new guy comes onto the scene, Philip, and all Jesus says is, is, follow me, and look what happens next. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida, and what did Philip do? He found Nathanael, and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. It's been prophesied for years in our Israelite culture, Jewish culture, we knew of a coming Messiah and and we found him. And Nathanael responds by saying, Nazareth, can anything good come from there, Nathanael asks? It's like Fresno. Those of you from Fresno, sorry. Can anything good, or people would even, Oakland. Hey, I go to this church called the Movement in Oakland. Oakland? Anything good come from Oakland? Nazareth was, was not a very popular place. It was a small town. And so Nathaniel is asking, can anything good come from there? Now, you gotta pay attention to what Philip says next. See, and we might think, what would you say next? Would you launch into some lengthy explanation of who Jesus is, what Jesus has done? I think by looking at what what, uh, Philip says next here, gives us some insight into how, how we can evangelize. Look what he says, he says, come and see. He didn't get into some lengthy explanation, he said come and see. Now I don't have time to go through all the text, but what happens next? Is Nathanael actually follows Philip to see Jesus and Jesus just tells Nathanael who he is and where he's been and Nathanael becomes a follower. But it wasn't because of Philip's explanation, it was because of Philip's invitation. Come and see. So we see Jesus, what is it that you are seeking? Well we, we, we wanna be with you, we wanna roll with you and what does Jesus say? Come. And see. And then we see Philip getting Nathaniel. What good could come out of Nazareth? Philip says, Come and see. First followers. And then just three chapters later, Jesus is just getting his ministry off the ground. He has a very well known conversation with a Samaritan woman. And it's interesting to see how, how the Samaritan woman evangelizes. And by seeing how the Samaritan woman evangelizes, I think it could give some insight into how we can and maybe should evangelize. Let's take a look at this story. Now he had to go through Samaria. John continues to write. This is Jesus having to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. I love the detail here, Jacob's well was there and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well, it was about noon. He was down at the well, the local Starbucks where everyone comes to be fed. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. Our races don't get along. I think it, how can you ask me for a drink? For Jews, John clarifying for us, for Jews do not associate with Samaritans. What Jesus does next with this Samaritan woman at the well, you got to read the story sometime. Don't have the time to go through it all today, but he actually, in the same way he, he basically revealed himself to Nathaniel as God and told Nathanael who he was, he did this with the Samaritan woman as well. Jesus asked, him, asked her the question, where's your husband? And she says, I don't have one. To which Jesus responds, one of Jesus' most epic lines. I know you don't have a husband, you have five. Wow. Imagine if you were sitting with Jesus and he read your mail like that. And then the disciples return and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, what do you want or why are you talking with her? Then, leaving her water jar, I would have left too if I just got busted out for having five husbands, well, five wives, whatever. <laughs> the woman went back to the town and said to the people, come, come. See, a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Did she give an explanation? No. What did she give? An invitation. Come and see. Look what happened next.
1: This is a daily broadcast outreach of the Movement Church in Oakland with Pastor Edward Paws. They're on the web at themovement.us and on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you've been listening for any length of time, you know that we're uh, talking about, or he's talking about, evangelism. Really, the Great Commission. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. If you'd like to follow along and listen to past broadcasts, you can find them on that website, themovement.us. Pastor Edward and the Movement Church would love to have your feedback. This is a relatively new broadcast on KDIA, and they'd like to know what you think. You can go to that website, click on the radio show feedback button. Again, that's themovement.us. Any insights you can provide in regard to uh, how they can uh, leverage this program to accomplish their mission of overwhelming Oakland with love would be very much appreciated. There's also a free gift there an e-book entitled Discovering Your Story. All of it is uh, on the website at themovement.us, and again, they're on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And join us tomorrow at this same time when we'll continue to hear about the Great Commission and how to accomplish it.